need to shoot me one time. Really important. Just one right in there. Once. Okay? You got that? I don't feel like you're listening to me. Just once. I think my ribs are broken. Definitely have internal bleeding. Cool. Um, do you want to sit here and cry about it? Like a little bitch? Or do you want to go shoot a bunch of people in the face? Oh, hell yes. The, the face shooting one, not the, not the crying. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. The greater good. This is episode 308, and tonight we're talking about Guns Akimbo. That's right, Guns Akimbo, the 19, the 2019 movie starring Daniel Radcliffe and Samara Weaving and a bunch of other people, and I cannot wait to talk about this movie because, oh my goodness, if you have not watched this movie, you're in for a treat. Uh, if you have watched it... There's then, a, lot of, a lot of dead people playing in this movie, yeah. Yeah. Uh, wait, what? Huh? Oh, okay. Uh, I am Sean Allred. Yeah, well, there's a lot of people that get shot, yes. Uh, the way you said it, there's a lot of dead people playing yeah. in this movie made me think that there's, like, the actors have died and they're playing in the movie. That's why I was confused. And they reanimated. Well, I mean, they got, a lot of them got shot. Didn't you see that? Yes, there were a lot of... I mean, there was lots of blood splatter. Yes, that there was. Um, I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew... Can, can I get some hand salve or something, Jimison? I kind of need some, but it's for different purposes. Uh, wait, wait, what? And it, moving, on, moving on, moving on. Oh, okay. And Sam, the moral of the story is don't be a troll vector. Exactly. I mean, never, ever write mean things to people on the internet um, because you're a bad person if, if you do, and you might get guns strapped to your... Uh, to your hands if you ever write anything bad, especially about the president. You know, you want to make sure that you don't do that. So. <laughs> yeah. Do you, think for that, sure. uh, do you think that other people saw this and they were like, oh, I, I can't troll people anymore? <laughs> Either that or they went, hmm, maybe I should ramp up my trolling to see what happens. Yeah, see what, what it does. <laughs> yeah. So, Sean, you need to stop being so mean to the president because secretly I want Secret Services to... Uh, Come get you. Okay. Um, is that how you? That's how I die this week. Is by Secret Service. That's how you die in this movie. You know, <laughs> I was thinking about all the ways that you would say that you would kill me, and <laughs> I was expecting you to say something about like before I kill you, before I drop you off a building, I'm gonna stick somebody's finger in your mouth or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that part stuck out to me. It was so weird. 
It was such a weird thing. In a movie so full weird. of I love it. In a movie movie full of weird and dumb things, that was probably the dumbest. And it made me laugh and I don't know why. Like it was just so weird. Oh my gosh. Um so yeah, this movie Guns Akimbo, I wanted to do this movie the moment I saw the the first trailer for it on the internet about a year ago because it came out in 2019 and i thought yes i we have got to watch this for the podcast this is 100 percent podcast material um we've seen a couple people from this movie we've obviously already seen daniel radcliffe in swiss army man which yes we also get some more kind of daniel radcliffe wiener stuff happening in this he's 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 all about that. We got to see Samara weaving again. She was uh, the uh, the babysitter in the babysitter movie. You look like you're thinking, Sam. No, I was, I was trying to think. The the, uh, the really yeah, Nick's in this movie. That's I did the, not realize that. Okay. Yeah, that's the babysitter. Oh um, wow! Okay. She does not look as uh, as attractive in this movie. Yeah, I I was one one of my notes is they they found a way to make a really attractive girl like she is in the babysitter and make her really unattractive in this movie. But I don't, I don't think no, I, I still found myself kind of really a little bit attracted. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was the crazy or the the shooting in the dick. But I just see I to had me. A, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no for well part of it is like that was that's what got you huh part of yeah, it is that she's down. she looks like she's always gross and sweaty and she's you know like so both of them have like a Popeye moment in the movie right where like they get their their thing and then it's like they get At their the time. yeah they get their power up right so for him he gets his inhaler and for her it's cocaine or crack or whatever it was, right? Like it was just some drug, and then she she leveled up, right? And um, no, to me, she's just in this movie. She's kind of terrifying and, and gross, and her metal teeth scared me. And so, anyway, but otherwise, she's very lovely. And I, because of her, I want to see the Ready or Not movie, where uh, a bride's wedding night takes a sinister turn when her eccentric eccentric new in-laws force her to take part in a terrifying game. So, yeah, yeah, that sounds fun. Doesn't that sound like something that we should do for the show? Absolutely. Is that, is it streaming? Oh, I don't know. Um, but if it's, uh, if it is, then I'll definitely add it to the list. It's on right now. It's on HBO. So no, not really. Not for what we typically do. Uh, Okay. Uh, so it's on, yeah, it's on HBO Go, which I have. But oh, okay. I do too. You don't have it, do you, Andrew? Oh, I'm sorry. What's that? Do you, you have a- HBO? Yeah, yeah, no, HBO Go or HBO Now? No, I don't. Okay, no worries. Anyway, we'll wait for it to come out. Anyway, the point is, is that she is in this movie <laughs> and she ter- she terrifies me. Uh, and, uh, Sam, last night you were asking me about the, um, homeless man and yes. I'm trying to, did he have a name? Oh. I, who was that? Yeah. That's the guy remember. from Jumanji. Yeah. Yeah. Jumanji, but there's something else he's in too. I cannot remember for the life of me. The guy from Jumanji. I've seen him in. 
he, from the new Jumanji. He's the like guy he's that like says, yeah. "Welcome to Jumanji." Is that him? Yeah, that's him. Oh, he he sounds an awful lot like Korg from. Uh, that's what my wife said from Ragnarok. In this, and then he looks a little bit like the guy from Harry Potter that played Professor Lupin, mm-hmm. in a way. Uh, so it, it took me crazy, a few minutes to kind of figure out who he was. Look. Yeah, so Reese Darby is his name. Um, Darby. He's mostly known for. I don't know. He's in a bunch of stuff. Uh, does a lot of. Um, <laughs> He does a lot of cartoon stuff. I mean, he was in Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, something called The Big Fib. Uh, he's obviously in the Jumanji movies, like you said, Star versus the Forces of Evil, Voltron, the new Voltron. Um, he's in uh, Flight of the Concords, I think that's what it's called. That's what it is. That's where I know him from. Okay. Huh. That makes sense. Yeah, Flight of the Concords is what he's... Uh, and Yes Man. So, anyway, he's a funny dude. His voice cracked me up, and it made me laugh out loud when he's, like, participating, like he's watching the show like everybody else is, and then you realize that he's watching it on a broken TV. That cracked me up. <laughs> I just... I, I lost it at that point. Um Okay, so what is this movie? Um, I will. I'm th- so we haven't done this in a while, and I'm going to do it now, and then we'll do all of our five word reviews, and we'll do the show as normal. But we haven't done the uh, IMDb read in a while, mainly because we figured if you're listening, you've, you you kind of know what the movie is about, probably. And usually, IMDb has gotten it so wrong, it doesn't matter anyway. So I'm going to read this one to you and prove once again IMDb, who either whoever writes this doesn't worst, yeah, doesn't actually watch them. Or I don't know where they come from. So this one says, a guy relies on his newly acquired gladiator skills to save his ex-girlfriend from kidnappers. <laughs> That's That's not the movie I watched. How are these guns gladiator skills? Yeah, I, uh, and, and you're not in the... Hmm. Yes, he does figure out how to use the guns at the end of the movie. But... Most of the movie is him trying to just survive. Um, and it's like a comedy of errors kind of a thing. And absolutely, like a guy relies on his newly acquired gladiator skills to save his ex-girlfriend from kidnappers is like the last third of the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like if we stop yeah. it two thirds, when once they kidnap her, we stop it and say, hey, what's the rest of this movie about? Then you read that. Okay. You know, it's just whatever. Lame. Um, it's weird. It is. But this movie is weird and fun and oh my gosh, guys. I, I just, this movie caught me way off guard when I was talking to Sam last night and, uh, or the night before I said, I'm going to, we're going to wait to push it to tonight. Um, and he, all you yeah. Sam said was have fun. That's all you said. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. That's all you needed to say. Oh right. my gosh, this movie. I I mean this is why I'm grateful for the podcast. Is because it allows me to watch these types of movies, right? Like yeah, we would I I would have never watched this movie. <laughs> in, in no way shape or form 
The only way I might have watched it is because I enjoyed Swiss Army Man. But the only reason I watched Swiss Army Man is because of this Of the podcast. podcast. Yeah. And let me tell you this. If Daniel Radcliffe comes out with more of these little indie, quote-unquote, indie film type things, yeah. I'm all for it. I, am yeah. too. I don't care what it is. I, he is on a roll with these because it uh-huh. was so much fun. It was just a blast. This, uh, this movie was, was – it didn't take itself seriously and to a good extent that I think last week's movie didn't do, right? Where, or the um, – oh, what movie were we were talking about? Um, Angel Has Fallen, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Where yeah. kind of goof, goofy, but, you know, anyway – I laughed. I I was sh- genuinely shocked with a few things in this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was surprised with some things in this movie. It just there was so many awesome little twists and turns and and just Daniel Radcliffe running around in his uh, in his boxers. I just <laughs> man, I oh, I just I cannot give this movie enough praise. Um, I really 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 had a good time. Uh, so, yeah. So I mean, as you can see, I mean, I mean well, that's, just go ahead and keep riding that wave and hit us with your five word review. Yeah. Let me tell you, um, hold on, let me pull it up. All right. And I only just have one and it's basically oddly weird and bloody satisfying. <laughs> okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's it was cool. Yeah. One, one of these movies has just, I want to, I want to see more of them because they're just, <laughs> it's so much freaking fun. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I'd watch a sequel. I'd watch him going around the world trying to kill people oh, awkwardly. I do. Yeah. I so. kind of want to see a sequel too. I mean, obviously you, you lose the 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 funny part with the guns being attached to him, but there'd be something kind of cool with seeing him like as now as a an assassin whose sole job is to try to rid the world of these of these things. I'd be all over that. Right? And here's my thing, too. One of the reasons I didn't like Angel Has Fallen is because I thought the gunplay wasn't done very well. Mm-hmm. I loved yeah. the gunplay in this movie. And, and it felt a lot more John Wick, um, you know, the gung-fu type of, yeah. type of thing. Um, especially when she was going around, just, you know, it was, it was fun and, and ultra-violent, obviously. But in a in a way that I wanted more, so I I'm a fan. I enjoyed it. I I know Andrew's. I'll let Andrew do his his uh, five word review because I I know that both of us are are gonna make reference to other movies yeah. in our review. So go ahead, Andrew. Yeah. So my five word review is uh, Scott Pilgrim meets yes Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I, when I. When I started watching this, I immediately got a Scott Pilgrim yeah. uh, vibe. vibe. Yep. And so <laughs> I I was like, in the first minute and a half of the, of the movie, well, okay, let me back up. First of all, this movie had about 65 different companies that helped make it. Oh, my gosh. Um, Thank you for noticing because that. Because... <laughs> Every time I thought the movie was starting, it was another one of those like it was another production <laughs> company. Ten second ads but, for the filming company. But the when company. when the movie actually started, I didn't know it was actually the movie starting. I thought it was another <laughs> production company. I yeah. did do. I was, was like, okay, putting is this something it? up there. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway. No, no, so no. Hold on. Just movie actually got gold. Hang in there just a second, Andrew. We're going to stay here for just a second. I just want to read to the audience in case you think Andrew's being silly. Because you now know that every production company has to have its own logo that lasts about five to ten seconds, right? I uh, know it used to be yeah. it used to be as simple as just the lion roaring in the MGM or the unicorn flying over the T for TriStar. Well, now we had this movie had Altitude Film, Four Nights Film, Hyperion Media Group, Ingenious Media, Maze Pictures, Occupant Entertainment. Pump Metal Films, The Electric Shadow Company, and Particular Crowd in association with Particular Crowd. That's nine production companies. Plus, yeah. the, I'm not going to read them all, but the, I don't know, 12, 13 different distributors with, um, with obviously uh, Saban Films being the one for the U.S., and Saban had its own yeah. trailer. So we're talking, they were probably close to eight or nine of those that actually had a little little 10-second vignette thing. So, anyway. Wow. And, and it was a little confusing and irritating at the same time. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, so once the movie actually got playing, I immediately was hooked because I had that Scott Pilgrim vibe, like I said. And... Yep. Uh, and then, you know, from the minute that these guys bust into his apartment and strap these guns in his, on his hand, well, <laughs> bolt these guns onto his hands, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then watching him try to just do normal stuff, like go to the bathroom, <laughs> I laughed so hard. And, um, I, and I was stressing out when, when he's using these guns to, like, you know, every now and then, you know, anybody who's who's handled a gun realize, you know, you, you can't point it at certain things. No. And he's like trying to unzip his pants. Yeah. <laughs> or we get some pretty gets, particular things out, I, right? I love the fact that he gets it everywhere. And then all of a sudden he goes, you know what? I don't even care. I just didn't shoot my dick off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was, I was crying laughing at that. But anyway... I mean, that was a stunt that it's very British humor, Mr. Bean type humor, you know, but it's a little more vulgar and uh, a little more appropriate for our generation, I guess. But that just hit me, you know, the right way. I will say the one thing that I, that I, I don't even know, I don't want to say I don't like about the film, but the one thing I wish was different, let's put it that way is that I feel like it was too short of a movie. I always complain <laughs> yeah. about movies being too long. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like a lot of the movies we watch and lately, you know, two hours, two and a half hours, some of them, uh, or, you know, close to two hours. And this one, I felt like it was over in 15 minutes. And I was like, okay, I want I want more. You know, why is yeah. it, why is it stopped? <laughs> um, yeah, it's only an hour and 38 minutes. So if you don't, I mean, so if you take out the eight minutes for the intro logos and the ten minutes for the ending credits, it's only an hour and fifteen minute movie. Yeah. Um, if you yeah you take out all those production companies, um, <laughs> the and I don't know if you guys noticed it, but I think this is the first time in a movie that I've really noticed CGI in a 
in a traffic scene or in a car chase scene. Uh, and it was not, I won't say it was badly done, but it was noticeable that, you know, a lot of those high speed chasing stuff where they're on, she's on the motorcycle and he's in the car. Yeah. I noticed some CGI stuff that I usually don't notice in movies. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't yeah. notice, I didn't notice it there. I obviously you noticed the dark black, red blood splatter. That is not real. Um, right. I'm guessing, I'm guessing it's not real, but, um, I have one complaint on this movie and it's a stupid complaint because it wouldn't work otherwise, but it's the fact that he, I'm sorry. It's the fact that she walks into this building and kills like 30 guys. Right. And it's like every shot is hitting something. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden she's going after him and she can't hit the broad side of a barn uh, while she's going after him. Right. So, you know, it has to happen to get the the story moving, but at the same time, it's like, you know, make it a little bit more believable that he's, you know, he, he runs first or something, or it just, how can he have matrix style bullet dodging abilities? So, but that's, again, that's a, in a movie like this, that is not, (laughs) you know. I, I don't want to complain about it too much. You know, the, it's funny thing you say that. So I had one moment where I was right. I wrote down or I said the most unbelievable thing about this. To your point, Andrew, about the CGI. The only there's only two moments where I thought that I noticed CGI. One was when she jumped the motorcycle up over his car. I was like, okay, that was a little hinky. Yeah. And the uh, other and one was the very opening on that one. Physics, you right. Yeah, exactly. But then the other one was the, like the opening scene where she yeah. whips her car in front of the, the truck. Like that looked kind of dumb, but whatever. Super low budget film. I don't care. I said the most unbelievable yeah. thing about this is that those drone were those drones were in the air for hours. Like drones, even the most <laughs> expensive around. drones yeah. have what thirty minute battery life, forty minute battery life. You know, like anyway. Maybe, yeah. El- maybe Elon Musk is an investor, invents, investor in this <laughs> schism. Yeah, God, schism. What so. a what a dumb name. And all those bad guys were just super tropey, and I laughed at all of them. They were so <laughs> funny, <laughs> oh. dude. And that one guy with the hammer. Holy crap! Yeah, she got the snot knocked out of her. I yeah, mean, she got beat wow. up. Wow, I did not expect her to get beat up so bad by that guy. Yeah, I didn't yeah. either. And um, so, so back to a couple points. So I watched this with my wife. I said, "Hey, I want to watch this movie with me." She's like, "What's it about?" And I tell her, she's like, "Okay." I was like, "It's, it's a gonna, love story." I'm like, "It's gonna be super violent." And she's like, "Yeah, whatever. I've watched violent movies with you." So the first thing she says is. Is this the same guy that did Scott Pilgrim? And I said, no, it's not Edgar Wright, but oh. it does kind of have that feel to it. And then she says, yep. what's that other violent movie you made me watch? And I'm like, you're going to have to be more specific. And she said, <laughs> she said, the one with the British guys. And I said, yeah, this does remind me of Kingsman. Um, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. It does. It yeah. does remind me of Kingsman. In a two, bit of the over top, over the top violence. The, in that way, the over the top violence, where we get to, we get a lot of zoom ins on the bullets and the blood and the things like that. And the uh-huh. second is, I really liked the soundtrack, not the score. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you one note of the score, 
But the soundtrack to this movie yeah. is so fun because it's all covers, and I like me some covers, and it was so good, and I was just, I was having such a good time. Not all covers. I know that they obviously yeah. played, um, uh, they did some other versions of, they did some, you know, regular, you know, like Cypress Hill gets a, gets a tune, and they did Super Freak by Rick James, but of course when it starts off and he says it's hammer time, you think they're going to play MC Hammer. But then they, they do Rick James, which of course is the funny part, right? Um, but like they yeah. did the co- like a cover of Ballroom Blitz, which I thought was really good. And um, there was another, I thought there was another cover I really liked. Oh, You Spin Me Right Round was, a, was a, another cover. Uh, yeah. the, the songs were just so good. It was really good. I enjoyed it a lot. Mm-hmm. And upbeat and fun. Yeah, wh- when you started to get a good bass line going, Right. Yeah. You knew you knew something fun was coming. Well, especially you at know, the end just, when we get it was like, like a party. It was you know it, it it was it's disgusting. You know the, the guy you know uh, your guys over there in the PJ with his arm halfway in trying to you know get the fruit out of the bottom. You know parties are nasty, but they're so much fun. Right. You go to them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the wiener part was gross. I mean the hot dog part was gross. <laughs> that part was. Ugh. <laughs> He's like, when he ate that hot dog, he's like, oh, what kind of weird flavor is this? He's like, I don't know. The hot dog's been there for eight months. <laughs> been trying to get rid of it. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I almost threw up in my mouth when I, oh my when I heard that it was an eight-month-old Well, he's dog. dropping it on the ground. He's like, oh, five-second rule. Oh, five-second rule. Oh, five-second rule. And then he's like, he's got, he's got all kinds of other ground stuff. And I mean, you got to be hungry. Really hungry to want to eat that. <laughs> He's like, "Come on, just stick it in my oh. mouth." Oh my gosh! All right, my five-word review, uh, and it's funny that Andrew mentioned Scott Pilgrim. So mine is Scott Pilgrim Wanted Death Race. Hey, there you go. Okay, yeah, you like that? I can see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except there wasn't a loom. There needs to be a loom of destiny. There wasn't a loom of destiny. You're right, but this it just reminded me of yeah. uh, Wanted, in partly in in the violence and partly with you know the guy having to learn how to do the thing a little bit. Death Race is a little bit more obvious because it's you know that future sport. We've we've grown tired of just watching boxers punch each other. We have to actually watch people kill each other. Um, yeah. So the movie, though, the, with the tropes in this movie. So, uh, again, I watched this with my wife. She knew, and I mean the first time we saw the cop show up and he calls after Nick's, Sarah, my wife, looks at me and goes, that's her dad. I'm like, really? She goes, oh, yeah. Really? She says, oh, yeah. I mean, the second, because he was, we see him in the first scene when she's invading uh, that drug den. And... She jumps out the window and he's like, like, oh, Nick. He says something. He calls her by name, not her her stage name. And and then he yeah. Sarah goes, that's her dad. I'm like, oh, okay. Boy, did Sarah nailed it. I mean, she she could see everything that was about to happen in this movie. She called it, you know, within you know, the only thing that got her, which was the same thing that got me, was at the end when they when him and his girlfriend start making out, and then the scene cuts, and he's like, no, you don't get the girl after she just watched you, you know, bash the teeth in of the guy. She gets PTSD. <laughs> and I honestly thought that he was going to die in that moment. I thought that's how the movie ends was he was going to bleed out on that roof. And I thought, 
actually kind of work for this movie. You know, like, yeah. like yeah. it would it wouldn't have surprised me. Then then shows him, you know, dressed in black in a black charger going after the bad guys. And of course, to my thought is, where did he get the money for that? But I almost wonder if that was the intention originally was to just kill him off there, mm-hmm. and then they thought, well, maybe we should. I, I mean, yeah, may, maybe test audiences wanted. It it, yeah. it it did so well. Maybe they're like, ooh, maybe this. I'm I'm gonna be honest with you, Sam. Franchise. I don't I don't think this movie could have afforded test audiences. This this movie doesn't. Oh, ha- really? It doesn't have what the budget is on IMDb, but it didn't make a million dollars. Yeah. It wasn't. It, it was. Didn't a- make a million dollars. Mm-hmm. When did this come out? Last year. Well, I mean, well, that makes me so sad. It didn't make a. But so it, this is pre-COVID, right? Oh yeah, very yeah. This is uh, well released. Uh, no, actually, that's not true. This, according to this, it says release date was February twenty eighth, twenty twenty. So we're actually in the beginning of it. I'm so confused. Yeah, so I'm wondering if that might have something to do with it. Okay, so yeah, it was a, it was it, it was, might not have gotten released. Okay, it was released at a festival in September of twenty nineteen here in the U.S. But it got its quote unquote worldwide release February twenty eighth of twenty twenty, right when we were shutting things down. Oh man. Yeah. Oh yeah. So this this definitely got killed by the, the virus. Yeah. So any momentum it could have had got killed by the virus. Yeah. So the fact that we're able to watch it now is pretty I guess pretty cool. But like yeah, it didn't make a lot of money. I mean, it, it's probably going to make you know some of it back with streaming and um, and things like that it, because I don't know. I'm a little bummed out. IMDb only has it as six point three, and the Metascore is only forty two. So either people are mad at this movie because they were expecting it to be something else. I, I don't know, but I mean. This movie totally worked for me, and I I, I totally disagree me with. Me too. This was a. This was escapism as its best. This yeah. is what I needed. When did I watch it? Monday night, and I it was it it was like a salve on this craziness that is our world right now. You know, mm. I wanted to see. I guess I wanted to see something else that was more messed up than what we're having to deal with, and this this fit the bill for sure on how messed up it was. So I'm I'm with you. I I I think it's undervalued on there um stylistically i want to see more stuff like this i I have fun with this kind of thing and i don't know if that makes me a sick person but (laughs) it it it's it's something that i that i enjoy watching and and putting on tv now would i watch it with my wife no in fact she came in she walked in right on that scene where, where she's mowing the guys down um uh, gunning everybody down in that first time you kind of see her go mm-hmm. and she kind of turned around and left. So it was, it was so, not a shareable movie on our couch. So I'm looking at some of the reviews here and I know I shouldn't do this. I'm literally like I'm doing the thing, right? Where you go on and you read the comments, yeah. but these are the reviews, right? These are people that are paid to review movies. So the worst oh. one is from the globe and mail in Toronto. Quote, if there is a one-word skeleton key to unlocking Guns Akimbo, it might be it might simply be sloppy. Okay. What? 
or this undeniably sick energetic contraption placed somewhere between grading and numbing. But the best score is writer-director Jason Lee Howden uh, does try to sneak social commentary into proceedings. The film satirizing reality TV and attacking the poison of online comments. But ultimately, this is balls-to-the-wall action with guns akimbo delivering thrills, spills, and genuinely spectacular kills. Yes. Yeah. Because I wanted to kind yeah. of talk about a little bit about kind of the, the social commentary that the movie is portraying. Not just the back... And I made the kind of joke about the moral of the story is that don't say, don't be a troll online. The other part don't of the story yeah. is not just don't be a troll. It's, to me, the bigger social commentary is all of these sickos watching online and just yeah. treating him yeah. like he's like not a human, right? He's just... Because yeah. even at one point, like when he quote-unquote dies, right? You know, like he gets shot on camera and these, these, these buff men that are naked watching it on his phone, one of the guys crying... And the other guy goes, dude, it's just a TV show. It doesn't matter. Like, they're so disconnected yeah. from reality that they don't understand the idea that a man died, right? And I yeah. think that's kind of what the director's going for a little bit. Like, we have become, not we, uh, three of us, but that as a society, people have become disconnected with reality. And... And that there are people on the other side of that screen name that you're attacking, uh, and things like yeah. that, you know. So, exactly. I don't know. I, I, I'm bummed out by some of those scores because I, I think that, I don't know. I just, and people accuse me of looking too much into movies, right? I'll watch a movie and go, eh, it wasn't very good <laughs> because of this, this, and this. And they're like, well, I just watch it for the entertainment value. I'm like, well, I do too, but I wasn't entertained because of this, this, and this. Whereas in this movie, I was entertained because of this, this, and this. And yes, there it's kind of silly and dumb, and there's a lot of stuff that's it's kind of weird. But like, there's so I mean, come on, we have to give Daniel Radcliffe some acting credit here, okay? The dude yeah. literally yeah. has guns a attached to his hand, even if they're not physically attached to him as an actor, he still has to act with these props on his hands at all times. And he has to physically open doors and try to put on shoes. Like, you know, there, there's there's something really great yeah, about that. Yeah, it's it just, I, there's something really cool about the fact that, and, and Daniel Radcliffe, I mean, your point, Sam, he, not only is he growing on me as an actor and an actor of weird things, but yeah, he's just getting better at it. You know, I mean, let's be honest. Some of those yeah. Harry Potter movies, he's not good in. We we like them because no, the younger ones especially yeah yeah you well that's why you put Academy winning and nominated actors like Maggie Smith and um, Alan Rickman and John Cleese and I can't remember the original Dumbledore's name um, Richards something Richards right Denise yeah that was <laughs> Denise Richards with a beard um, uh, <laughs> I did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't drinking water at that moment. Gosh. I dumble her door. Oh my goodness. That's gross. Um 
Anyway, so my gosh. <laughs> Anything else we want to talk about this movie? I'm trying to think. Let me go back to my script. Oh, real quick. go see it, people. Go see it. It it is the weirdest, coolest thing you'll watch in a while. Yeah, it, I felt it's too short. I did feel really bad that he got short. he got pepper sprayed after all this was going on too. <laughs> um. Oh no! And then, and then they're trying to knock him out, and you know. <laughs> It's not working, you know. It, <laughs> I tell you what, though, man. He man for a for a nerd, he was in good shape. He did a lot of running in this movie. I would have been yeah. way screwed because I can't run that much. I mean, he's a lot younger than I am, and he was in good with, shape with those bear claw. You know, uh, what do you call them? <laughs> the bear. The oh, bear the claw the slippers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I guess the difference slippers. is is that I've actually handled a gun before, so I wouldn't have been as as freaked out as he was when he <laughs> fired that first shot. <laughs> Cracked me up. I did write, uh, did he just pull up Back to the Future 3 with the bulletproof vest bit? Um, yeah. Yeah, my wife My wife looks at me and she's like, there's no way he's actually dead. I'm like, no, no, no. He, we know he put the vest on because he mentions it. No. He, he actually says it. Yeah. Um, and then I did write, what a beautiful death by explosion. When she gives up and when she does her... Um, her suicide at the end with the bomb, it was like, yeah, it was it was downright beautiful the way it was it looked. They shot it, um, which is weird, but yeah. And uh, it looked, I mean, in terms of of the explosion, I thought they did really well with that. Mm-hmm. In terms gonna, of what it looked yeah. like, I was going to say with the with the little budget that they had, I yep. didn't really notice. You know, except for those few times that I had some CGI issues, but yeah. yeah. They were very minor. Yeah, I did. Yeah, and, and on on Andrew's point there, it didn't look like a a, a low budget movie to me. It didn't. Right? It didn't look like they took short shortcuts here and there. It it looked like a well produced, you know. And this uh, is action movie. This is exactly the argument that we've made on dozens of other movies that we watched that were low budget that were terrible, and it's like, like yeah. like Kill Command or. Um, any other half dozen movies that we watched that were produced by Netflix, and we think those probably had a bigger budget than this movie, but it didn't have any heart or any cleverness or any fun. You know, I mean, the only thing Kill yeah. Command had was that yeah. girl that would eventually be in the that Mission Impossible movie where she makes out with Tom Cruise for some weird reason. Um, and she's like 20 and he's 58 or something. So anyway... Um, yeah, no, slow budget movie, but who cares? They, they did they did so much of it right. And the director, th- this director man, um, is he's mostly known as a CGI or an effects guy, right? So like last week we had the director that was oh, really? mostly uh, stunt. Uh, it's like stunt stuff. Yeah. Uh, this dude is mostly a visual effects guy. So he has 23 credits for visual effects, including uh, he did some work on Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance, uh, The Avengers, Prometheus, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, um, The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey, The Great Gatsby, Man of Steel, The Wolverine, uh, the second Hobbit movie, the third Hobbit movie. So he's got a lot of, uh, that's a, wide range 
Yeah, now he's doing. Yeah, those are all very different movies. Yeah, and so like Avengers, he did was called Rotoscope and Digital Paint Artist. So he was working. Looks like he worked for Weta, Weta Digital, which is also why he did the Hobbit movies. Um, so as a director, he did this movie. He did a movie a couple years ago called Deathgasm. Yep, it's called Deathgasm. Awesome. Okay. Uh, two teenage boys. I'm un- almost afraid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Two teenage boys unwittingly summon an ancient evil entity known as the Blind One by delving into black magic while trying to escape their mundane lives. So, there. Oh. Okay. Yeah. It looks. It looks kind of fun. Um, no one in the in the cast I've heard of. About half the cast doesn't have a, doesn't have a picture on IMDb. So. It's kind of one of those, but and that I think that's maybe where they saved a little money. Yeah, I mean, there's there's three main guys that that I recognize, and that's about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daniel Radcliffe, Samara Weaving, and um, welcome to Jumanji. Yeah. Um, well, I I knew the the tattooed bad guy. I've seen him in other things. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Uh, Richter. Let's see. I um. He's an Outlander. Dinahy. Peaky Blinders. Yep. Uh, Good Omens. Yep. So a lot of uh, TV. Like yeah. In in Rogue One, yeah, he is an uh, uncredited prisoner. <laughs> so. <laughs> hey, he was in a Star Wars movie, so whatever, man. Like, good for her. Yeah. Good for him, I mean. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? I'd love to have a have that credit on my... Uh, Oh, he's also in the. Oh, he's in Harry Potter. He's in Harry Potter: Deathly Hallows Part One as a scared man. Oh, huh. yeah. Okay. Well, he um, definitely made a leap then. Yeah. Well, I mean, in Sherlock Holmes, the O nine Sherlock Holmes, he is he is man with roses. But he's done a bunch of stuff. Well, he's just he's just this kind of thing. Oh, we saw him in Reign of Fire. Remember the dragon movie? I th- his name is Barlow. I think he might yep. be the guy that went down to steal the crops and got barbecued. I think that's him. Oh, okay. Cool. Don't often get a so rain of what, fire. What do you think people would say if I if I walk around with a dollar bill in my nose? <laughs> it was so funny. My wife says, "What is that in her nose?" I said, "I think it's a dollar bill." Why? <laughs> Uh, I'll let you Google that. <laughs> I mean, I think about how many movies that I've seen drug use, and I've never seen one where somebody just leaves the dollar bill in their nose. <laughs> 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 it's too many steps, right? You know, no. she's busy. She's got other things to do. Yeah. She doesn't need to reach up and take that out. <laughs> That's too funny. The uh, so Sam, you'll you'll find this cool. The uh, the guy that was the hammer fighter man towards the end there. Um, yep, he does voice acting in Battlefield Five. Oh really? Yeah. What, what he is? He just says voice acting oh. talent. That's all it says. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought it was cool. Like, oh okay, there's a fun connection. I'm just going through some of the some of the character some of the actors, seeing if I recognize them in anything else so far. Nope. Um, no. But, but that's okay. Oh, 
We got to look at. I can't say his character name, but he was um, he was the dude with the the, the horse mask. Um, <laughs> I can't actually I can't say his actual name, but he's in some stuff. Uh, no, actually, no, he's not. Look at that. He's in. He's in an unaired Game of Thrones prequel pilot TV movie. <laughs> I'm oh, so wow. sorry. I didn't know that was his name. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Hold on. Okay. Now I'm going to have to go see this. All right. Yeah. So we can't say this on our we podcast can't. because That's we're family na- friendly. But <laughs> Really? Oh, my no, gosh. No, really. Yeah. But, they say uh, it like three yeah. or four times yeah. in the movie. They call him the F word face. <laughs> I must have missed that. I just thought they were insulting someone. Oh, my gosh. That's his name. That's wow. his name. That's his character name. The other one I love is when she calls him the F word, and then she calls him boy, F boy. And he's like, what does that even mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Good, good, good stuff. You guys ready for some clips? Because, boy, do yeah. I have some clips. Yeah, let's see what you found. Yeah, I was going to say, what did you get out of this one? Oh, I got all kinds of good stuff. So, here we go. All right. Clip numero uno. Whoops-a-daisy, Butterfingers. There you go. Whoops-a-daisy, <laughs> Butterfingers. Um, this one also made me laugh. Here we go. Fun factoid, gunshots are way louder than in the movies. In real life, Rambo would not be killing guerrilla fighters. He would be learning sign language. <laughs> I, I'm I'm really good with his uh, with the voiceover thing. I think that was cool, personally. Yeah. Yeah. Again, uh, just another little trick. I just yeah, it's so good, so good. Um, more more evidence that this was a low budget film. Uh, again, I'm just going through the cast, just looking. The guy that was that played one of the goons. Uh, he just says goon. He was also one of the um, audio. Uh, he's one of the audio guys on the crew. So, like, oh, nice. Yeah, his name. He was the loop yeah, artist. Get over here. Yeah. Yeah. You look pretty rough. You know, audio guys usually look pretty rough. Yeah. They're kind of the the dredges of society. You're not wrong. You know, the the just just really kind of low low keeled type of people. You know, the kind that you you find in the bottom of your shoe after walking out of a dirty bar at night. <laughs> You know, so <laughs> it's like you're trying to uh, insult me, but remember, I have been fired from being a sound guy, so it's not like you're really uh, hurting my feelings here. I, 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 there is there is written evidence in a newspaper in Charleston and how bad I did my job. So I mean, it's not like you're, uh, you're anything oh. you could say is going to hurt my feelings worse than what the what the newspaper said. Um. <laughs> Here's here's our Jumanji guy. I wouldn't do that if I was you. Huh? Why shouldn't I? Well, the angle's all wrong. You won't hit your brain. You'll just end up blowing your damn face off. Oh. Okay, thanks. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> His voice was great. I wanted to capture more of him, but he doesn't really. I mean, it was, there was some more funny stuff, but I, I didn't. Um, yeah. All right, here we go. Was there in that same scene. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're not wrong. A lot of it was right there, and then of course, um, a little bit later when he's just like talking to a broken TV. 
That cracked me up. Because he's like, yeah, go, go, go. And then the camera shows you that it's a broken TV. I'm like, <laughs> okay, right on. Oh, my gosh. Or when he offers him some crack. You want to smoke some crack? I'm going to smoke some crack. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he had fun with that role. I mean, right? That's, that's awesome. Oh, my gosh. Yep. And you can ima- well, imagine everybody on the set. On, on the day they were shooting that were just dying. You know, they're just yeah. trying not to not to laugh because that's just some off the wall craziness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, there are some there are some actors that they steal a scene and he really stole the scene there. <laughs> Smoke some crack. <laughs> he just pulled the crack by it. I love how he get, made his eyes cross, man. That was that was gnarly. I don't know if I guess he he did that himself, but Man, that was uh, that was some gnarly stuff. Oh no, there. that was real crack. No, <laughs> he's, a, he's a method actor. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Uh, okay, um, this made me laugh uh, again. Some of you know me personally. Know that my wife teaches special education, and so therefore, you know, a little more aware of certain words. And when she said this, Uh-oh. this cracked me up. I think you've just discovered a whole new level of retardation. That word is not okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's so amazing. She's literally trying to kill him, and he's correcting the way she talks because it's okay to shoot at me, but let's not be offensive, okay? It just made me laugh. I kind of like their... I love their relate, yeah, their banter and their yeah, relationship yeah. that that forms out of this. Um, and had she survived, I feel like they would have, you know, gone into a into work, you know, into uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It would have been, yeah, partnership. Your, yeah, partnership, yeah. That would have been kind of a neat idea, like if she does survive, and you know, like he's in the car and he looks over at her and she's still like this foul mouth thing, whatever. But you know, she gets to you know, still live out this fantasy where she gets to kill people, you know, but the cops aren't chasing her or whatever. I, I like that idea. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, here, speaking of her. No one is killing boy here. Yay! Except me, of course. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love his yay. <laughs> he puts his hand up. Yay! Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so funny. Um, and you know, if we would have watched this together, it, we would have had so much fun. Oh, I mean, this man. is one of those movies that you get a group together and it's just, yeah, it'd just be dying. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, could you imagine if we had done this uh, as a live as a live review? Oh man, we would have just all of us just right. been constantly just laughing. And I would have had to definitely make sure that none of the audio, you know, snuck into my microphone because right. there was lots of f words. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, again, I'm just scrolling through the crew here, just looking. Sometimes, you know, I, I I'm actually looking to see if there's any Star Trek connections. When when you click on the actor and they're they're most known for this movie, then you know that they've not done much. But I just clicked on a dude who in the movie. Is uh, he was Gun Kimbo CNN news analyst uncredited? 
He's only been in one other movie, huh. uh, one other thing as an actor, but as under miscellaneous crew, you know the t- the TV network FX under yeah. for FX yeah. movie download, which is those little kind of interstitials that they do. He was the teleprompter operator for Star Trek, Wanted, Thor, How to Train Your Dragon, X Men Origins, and another eleven episodes. So that's huh. as close as I'm going to get to a Star Trek connection for this movie. I love it. Uh, okay. So um, can I ask a question real quick? Of course you can. So yeah, we talk about it a lot, and I think maybe we should make a list. But uh, And maybe not just from this podcast, but what are some things that you have discovered over the years, like what I call movie gems? You know, like this one to me, is a very unexpected surprise. Not like a, yes. maybe mm-hmm. not a gym, but but how many movies, if you really think about it, have we seen that have just been really welcome surprises, you know? Just yeah. The... Right? Yeah. Well, gosh, yeah. yeah because... I, mean, I mean, this one is certainly one. I, I would put uh, the Dern, other Radcliffe one, the Swiss yeah, Army Swiss Man. Swiss Army Man. Job that just completely surprised me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, um, yeah, there's several that because of the podcast I would put in that list. I mean, definitely Swiss Army Man. I would say, um, oh, now I can't think of them because we've we've done so many freaking movies. I got to go to the list. But like, <laughs> well, I know. Um, oh, um, Cabin in the Woods, not Cabin in the Woods. Um, Tucker and Dale. No, Tucker and Dale. Tucker and Dale yeah. Definitely Tucker and Dale. You know what? Honestly, The Wizard of Speed and Time. I, I again I know that's a dumb movie but I had a blast with it and I would put it all on a list of like what movies are you that you like like that weird obscure movie list right of right I mean I know people have heard of Tucker and Dale but I had never even heard of it before it was suggested for the podcast and I am so glad that we watched it and it made me so much happier uh-huh. yeah um yeah, non-mainstream movies. Yes, the Frighteners. That's another really good one. The Frighteners. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm trying to think of things that I that I had seen, maybe not even for the podcast, but just in general, just thought, okay, I'll watch this just to see what it's about, mm-hmm. and it ended up really liking it. Yeah. I, um, I can't think of any off the top of my head. American other Ultra. Than the ones we've watched for the podcast. American Ultra. I had a good time with. Um. That was the one where they were like stoners, and he turns into be a he's like an assassin kind of a thing. Uh, John dies at the end was kind of fun. Oh, Kung Fury, definitely Kung Fury. Yeah, um, I'm in on that one. I would add that to the list, yeah, definitely. Um, definitely not not those, not those. I'm getting into it here, yeah. So I mean, yeah, there's some in here. Like you're not, you're not wrong. And then other ones that I would pick just for myself personally, that are not because of the podcast specifically. Again, I had never heard of Firefly when I watched Serenity. So Serenity to me mm-hmm. is that thing because I had never heard of it. A buddy of mine rented it, and he was like, "Hey, check out this movie," and I just fell in love with it. And I watched it like three times in a row, and. You know, it's I've probably watched it more times than any other movie not named Star Trek or Die Hard, and I obviously love it a lot. And so that's that's that for me. Other movie like that would be Stardust. I had never heard of Neil Gaiman as an author before Stardust, and I really liked Stardust. I just 
because it came out like uh-huh. the same time as the Golden Compass, so it kind of got overshadowed by the Golden Compass. Um. Yeah. Anyway. I just, I'm sorry. I just no, no, no. That's a really good thing. Side note. Yeah, no, that's really good. I like that. Because um, there's a lot of good movies that we've watched that are, that are kind of um, kind of mainstream-ish. Maybe, I don't know, does Dread? I don't know if Dread would count. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, I just went through our whole list. Uh, that's always fun to do. All right. Oh, Jurassic um, Park, for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we had this obscure movie that no one had ever heard of. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know what? If you're going to say the name of your movie in the movie, I'm going to record it. And eventually play it. You're him, right? Guns Akimbo, dude. You're famous. That's right. You're famous. <laughs> and then she says, can I get a selfie with you? And he says yes, and then just walks away. That cracked me up. Um, Siege of uh, Siege of Jadotville was also... Oh, good. Yeah, Bye. I enjoyed that one. I don't know if I'd put that on my on my list of of things. I'm really glad I watched, but I did enjoy it. You're not you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, probably uh, Velocipaster. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Gosh, is that right? I'm looking back at our. That can't be right. What about Moon? Moon, Moon. Yeah, Moon was good. Yeah. So I'm looking back at the list that I have in front of me, and it, you know my Excel spreadsheet shows me about the last twenty or so. Bumblebee, we did that back in March. Why does it feel like we did Bumblebee in 2019? Yeah, For, you wow. know, you know what I'm saying. Like Bumblebee like feels like fe- yeah. pre-COVID. I mean, technically COVID was here yeah. in March. And for some reason, that feels so long ago. I don't know why. I just, I know, right? It's just weird at the time. Like, like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just weird. Like, the first movie we did of the year was The Karate Kid with Jackie Chan. Um, no, that's, that's a lie. The first year we did was Six Underground, the Ryan Reynolds thing. Like, that feels like. Oh, and that was fun. Yeah, Six Underground was a lot of fun. And that feels like so... Oh, dude, how did we not say Extraction? I mean, yeah. I know that was kind oh, of a gosh, main, yeah. mainstream yeah. kind of a thing also, but... Man, Extraction was good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Andrew, you don't have Apple TV, do you? No. And Sam, you don't either? I do not. Did neither one, you haven't either one of you... Actually, I take that back. I think we have it, but I don't. I don't use it. My wife has it on her iPad. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, I want to watch um, Greyhound. I want to see what Greyhound's all about. I heard it's really good. Yeah. Um, I'm well. You know me. I'm all about World War Two. Oh, that's the Tom Hanks thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the sub. Yeah. Yeah, I want to definitely watch that. Wait, I thought it was about dog racing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're dog it's racing. About a bus company on a on a boat uh, with a bus. Yeah, that's kind of it. All right, this is my last uh, quote or uh, clip. A uh, little bit of product placement. There are others. Schism the global franchise now. We're going to be the Starbucks of murder, the McDonald's of massacre. Yeah, we're going to be the, the Burger King of badness. <laughs> it's like he couldn't think of one to. We couldn't think of any more alliteration. Burger King of badness. 
<laughs> I also I also like how he called it McDonald's instead of McDonald's. He called it McDonald's. Uh, wait a minute. His character was supposed to be Southern. Did I not get? Oh, I didn't capture it. Gosh darn it! He made a noise, a funny noise. I was gonna capture it, and I guess I didn't. I don't have it. That's annoying. Anyway, it was a funny noise, but it it doesn't do me any good to say any more about it. So I'll just do this now for some more bad news. Ready? Um. Oh, tropes. I did write. Need proof that the bad guys are crazy. They work. They have. They they live in a warehouse, and they have tube TVs with nothing but the flickering logo. I had to. I, I wrote that. I thought that was kind of funny. All this high. Wait, you don't have that. I've got TV. My TVs in my house all have the flickering logos. <laughs> yeah, so. all they're all t- old tube TVs yeah. that would flicker. Uh, and then I did write that um, there was a Popeye moment. Oh, wait, hold on. We did have a. Come on. Well, actually, it's not really a montage. I don't think about it. It was a flashback. Dang. Oh well, doesn't matter. I played the clip anyway. <laughs> trivia. So there wasn't much trivia, but it was all kind of good. Uh, so Samara Weaving occasionally stayed in full Nick's costume after long days of shooting on set. She revealed that she was frequently refused service at diners because she looked because the okay she re- <laughs> refused service at diners and the like because it made people so uncomfortable. Uh, the movie playing on Miles' TV when he and Nick's are in his apartment is Hard Target, starring Jean-Claude Van Damme, in which they hunt people for sport. Uh, Samara Weaving has a tattoo of the Deathly Hallows symbol from Harry Potter's on her arm, which I think is super cool. Um, on the police tack board at the 34-minute mark are several maps of the Chicago... Okay, hold on. This is a I I I did this uh, for this. Hold on, I gotta find it. Uh, we ain't found shit. All right, that's not the clip I usually play for this, but that's what <laughs> we're gonna do. This is when uh you know we I see something really dumb in the trivia section, so I, I'm gonna read this as one piece of trivia, but it's technically two. On the police tack board at the 34 minute mark, there are several maps of the Chicago area suggesting that the movie takes place in the Windy City. Takes uh, this movie takes place in Philadelphia based on Miles' telephone number with a two one five area code, so their trivia can't even figure it out. I think that's funny. <laughs> and according to director Jason Lee Howden, when reading the script, the moment that Daniel Radcliffe wanted to play Miles was the scene where Miles has to learn how to pee with his hand guns. <laughs> I like that. I love the idea that. He reads the script. He's like, wait a minute. I get to try to pull my wiener out with two big handguns strapped to my hands. I'm sold. (laughs) I love it. And you know what? I think, again, Daniel Radcliffe, I think, did a good job with this. And I don't really want anyone else. You know, I don't want an action star doing this. I want a weird dude like Daniel Radcliffe, you know? It it had to be a a skinny, yeah, just kind of nerdy guy. Michael (laughs) Sarah. But you know, like even I mean, Michael Sarah, which it, would have it, been well, funny. It, again, it goes back to Scott Pilgrim. You know? Yeah, but yeah. Michael Sarah would have been kind of funny. But I don't think he's as he's a mantic as much as Radcliffe is. You know what I'm saying? Like, like right. even in yeah. Scott no, Pilgrim, I, mean, I think it was cast perfectly with Daniel Radcliffe. Exactly. No, it is. I it's think that type of. Go ahead. No, no, I'm I'm done. 
And now for some more bad news. Oh, no, I was just, ready? I didn't mean to click that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Andrew's done. Keep going. <laughs> Go ahead, Andrew. No, I was just say, simply saying that it it's a scrawny guy. You, you don't need, like, a big buff guy. Right, exactly. That's all I was going to say. No, you're, I'm with you. Okay. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> Speaking of peeing <laughs> uh, with your uh, handgun things. <laughs> So we struggled a little bit to find the wording on this, so we're just going to call this one reality TV movies, meaning movies that have an aspect of the reality TV within it. Um, I hope that makes sense, and I'm sure it will, as Andrew probably gives the best three answers of all of us. Yeah, he's... We really need to switch up the order, because he always has the best answers, because it's always, he gives three, and Sam and I are like, well, we should have thought of those. Oh. Yeah. Go ahead, Andrew. All right. Um, so, I, I mean, again, I probably don't have the best answers this time just because uh, I couldn't really think of a lot. And you guys probably have some of the same ones. But uh, number three, I have The Truman Show. Sure. Jim Carrey. Yeah. Yep. Uh, number two, I have Hunger Games. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then number one is, and this one you guys might not have because it's kind of a, a, again, it's kind of an obscure movie, but it's a comedy called American Dreams, and it's based on uh, American Idol. And if you haven't seen it, I recommend watching it because it's pretty funny. Uh, This was made back when George Bush was president, and it has Mandy Moore and uh, Dennis Quaid, and Dennis Quaid plays the president who, it's clearly a, uh, portrayal of George Bush. <laughs> it's 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 really funny. All right. Cool. Yeah. All right, Sam. Yeah. Um, Andrew stole my thunder. Oh my gosh. Andrew stole my thunder. <laughs> he stole your thunder. Uh, but <laughs> my thumber. Goodness, Kimberly brought me a, a, a fuzzy navel and um, must be hitting my brain a little early. It's kind of gross. Um, I guess you'll have a boring Friday night then, right? Yeah, I know, right? So, <laughs> three. That was so funny. Like her quips, my gosh. Oh my gosh! It's like she's trying to flick number, him off and she can't. <laughs> she has to find her finger on the ground and stick it there. <laughs> she puts it on it. Oh, and then he puts it in his pocket. He's like, oh, we need to keep that. We put it on ice. <laughs> he oh. puts it in pocket. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah. Oh, but my only difference, um, I've got The Running Man as my number three, and then Truman Show and Hunger Games. Sure. Yeah, so, okay. Yep. Truman Show, Hunger Games for me also. My different one was Death Race. Just because oh, okay. I actually like Death Race. It's a dumb movie, but I like it. Um, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, there are some other ones. I, I was um, the the circle was one that we did for the show, but I don't particularly like that movie, so that's why I didn't put it in the list. So there you go. Um, Wait, what's supposed to happen? Well, I'll tell you, uh, Gun to Kimbo. Uh, we're going to give this movie a score um, out of ten, and this is where you do that now, uh, Andrew. Okay. Well, like I said, I had a lot of fun with it, and I. Uh, Genuinely enjoyed <laughs> everything about it. Uh, even and and I overlook even some of the. I won't say dirty, like I said, CGI, but uh, 
noticeable. And, yeah. uh, so I think for that, and for the budget that they had, I will allow it. So, um, <laughs> so I'm going to give this a, we'll say a nice eight. Uh, yeah, we'll just go eight. Okay. On the dot. Well, that's a nice big high number. Perfect. Jeez, I mean that's you're 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 nearing Back to the Future three it. territory. I know. I know. Yeah. Uh, Sam. I can see it. All right. Um, I'm kind of. I'm not as high as Andrew on it. Um, but I had a heck of a good time. I've got to give it a seven point six two out of ten. Um, this is a recommendation I would give to certain people. Maybe not my parents. But uh, <laughs> certain people that, that they might enjoy this little thing. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was fun. It was enjoyable. And it was uh, it was just it, w- it was perfect movie at the right time. Yeah, no. Yeah, got? I got you, man. A little kind of escapism going on. I mean, just the the world yeah. right now is just is really tough. And, and the news every day is just. Just bummer and see that bomb in Lebanon. Oh, Forgot to, not so, bomb, but the the explosion. explosion in, yeah, it's so sad. Holy crap. Um, I mean, like the explosion itself. Like when you first see it, you're like, oh my gosh, that's so big and and kind of impressive. And then you realize what happened as a result of it, the the the, the deaths and the injuries. Yeah. It's oh my gosh. And it was you know right there in the city and yeah, it was preventable. It's just crazy. So um. Gosh, I don't know what to give this movie. I, it was so fun and right? and just I, I I don't know. I'm having a hard time with this one. Like I don't know. I'm just gonna give it a seven point eight. Uh, that's not an eight. That's a five. That's wow. an eight. Okay. I had a good time with this. I really liked it, and it was just ridiculous and over the top. And I'm I'm looking forward to the opportunity for someone to say, Hey. Uh, what movie you want to watch? Oh, oh, I got something for you. <laughs> so, <laughs> totally agree. I mean, because because honestly, I don't. Other than my wife, I don't really have a lot of uh, movie buddies to watch things with. Just because you know, whatever. But yeah, uh, if if someone was like, "Hey, I'm I'm in the mood for a weird," like Chris came over or something. Yeah, yeah, like, "Hey, I'm in the mood for a weird violent movie." I'm like, "I got something for you." Of course, I'd probably actually suggest we watch <laughs> Extraction first. If you're looking for the weird part, yeah. that I got. <laughs> yeah. uh, so next week we're doing, um, we're kind of continuing on kind of the action movie summer theme. So we're doing a TV sh- a movie. It's not a TV show. It's a movie. I think it's based off a TV show, though. I think. It's a, it's a Netflix original called Spencer Confidential. And I spelled Spencer wrong. Spen... There's a book. I I keep spelling this wrong. Good gracious. Uh, Spencer Confidential, uh, and apparently I can't find it on IMDb. So there you go. Mark Wahlberg. I'll look for it that way. Jeez. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. I can't spell Spencer, apparently. Maybe it's with something else. Uh, So, yeah, that's what we're doing next week. We are doing Spencer Confidential. Oh, it's with an S. Never mind. Uh, based on something. Two Boston police officers are murdered. Ex-cop Spencer teams up with his no-nonsense roommate, Hawk, to take down criminals. That's right. And uh, 
Alan Arkin, Alan Arkin, uh, Alan Arkin. Geez, that was hard to say. Post Malone is in this. Okay. Um, and some other people. His no nonsense uh, partner is Winston Duke. Um, wasn't wasn't Post Malone in the movie we just watched? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it yeah. It did kind of. <laughs> mm, cool. All right. Anyway, there you go. That's our that's our movie next week. Um, Spencer Confidential action comedy crime. It's an hour and fifty minutes. More more bad language. Um, supposedly some good violence. Looking forward to it. So I like I like me some good Mark Wahlberg stuff. So here we go. Spencer Confidential Sweet. next week. And that's going to do it for the show. In the meantime, um, in the meantime, go to our website, cheapseatreviews.com, where you can get old episodes and new episodes. You can leave us a, um, there's a little form right there on the website where you can fill out. And if you have a movie you want us to do, we will do it. Pretty simple. Facebook.com slash cheapseatreviews. Hey, um, good friend of the show, Steve Everett, just released a new song um, and put a video out, and it's really good. So go check out uh, yeah, steveeverett.com or steveeverett.net. Just Google Steve Everett. He has a new video out called The American Dream. <laughs> it's a good good tune. Um, there's a picture in the music video of a Mustang. I've driven that Mustang. So anyway, uh, uh, facebook.com slash cheapseatreviews. At cheapseatcast is our Twitter account. And, of course, cheapseatreviews at gmail.com is our email address, which you can and should send us emails. That's going to do it. Um, I know uh, I asked you guys last week what you guys are watching. I've watched nothing except this movie in the last um, since we spoke last. So, oh. yeah, just haven't had time. I've started yet. watching um, Umbrella Academy, too, and that's been kind of fun. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'm going to start Fleabag. So. I oh. heard that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, yeah, so on behalf of Andrew and Sam, this is Sean saying thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Don't be an internet troll, and hopefully you won't get your hands stapled to guns. <laughs> <laughs>